Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Do you need to go to college to be an actor? Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Hello for $10,000. Who should... Excuse me? Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Miss Phenomenal, we're talking about college day and I was just thinking, what a fun fraternity slash sorority me you and mr fantabulous could have what's the name of it it would be well, we'd have to use greek letters right well something acw acting class weekly oh alpha... so alpha chi omega what's the w there is no w is there i don't know they made me memorize that when i was in one alpha chi omega wagu logo Alpha Chi Wagyu. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound totally Greek. No. I don't know what the, if there so is a W. That's more the beef. I don't know if there's a W. So why are we talking about college? Because many people want to know, do you need to go to college to have an acting career, to be an actor? It is a tough question as you get to the point in your life that you're you know, deciding to take it seriously. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about my week and kind of this theme of the show, which is we all do what we what we need. And then I'm going to tell you the answer to my life uh, for the topic of today and that I did both. What does that mean? I, I truly don't know. I did and I... didn't. So we'll find out. Uh-huh. We definitely will. You have a twin, I find see. Out. Yes. So uh, I introduced before, but Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer, and my fabulous producer, Mr. Fun-tabulous. Guys, I'm so happy to be here. I have a pitch for the sorority slash fraternity, if you'll take it. Please, yes, I need it. Please. Okay, so I have a friend who started her own fraternity in college. Okay. And she called it Ada Pie, which I just think is the funniest It's very thing good. <laughs> I like so, it. I just I feel like I have to shout her out and shout out that joke because I love it. It's a very good joke. I'm more of a cake girl. <laughs> Are you? Than pie. Pie is no. way better. Than cake. It's See, a, it's a no no um, ice cream cake. I can go ice cream cake. I will go ice cream. I mean, we can compromise on ice cream cake. We can go we, ice cream cake. I, or if you bring ice cream to the pie. Ice, yeah yeah yeah. Ice cream being involved a la somehow. Mode. Yeah, a la a la mode. mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All mode everything. All mode everything. All mode my whole life. I really I'm done like. My ex-wife works at a cupcake shop, and she used to drop stuff off when the the girls were with. No, I'm done. Olive I don't mode. need it. I don't need it. No, I need it. Yeah, you can Olive tell her to bring good. them to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I will work really will. well. Yep. So let's talk <laughs> about my week. Um, first of all, you know, this week, um, 
I know this is an evergreen show. Did you notice I got that right? Look at that term. Look you already confused say. half our audience. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know what it is, but the but our fraternity slash sorority does. Yeah, you might be listening to this show at any time, so we try That's to keep it relevant evergreen. to yeah. whatever time you're watching. But for the people who are watching in real time, it did happen yes, to be. This was Oscar week. Mm-hmm. This was a big week. A.K.A. And traffic week. The only you know, thing that everybody's talking about, and I'm just going to jump on it, is, you know, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Insane. Like, is better you than I You mean that performance? Had, yes. Better than I had hoped. Uh, so, I love Shallow. I love Shallow. I can see, I'm sensing something that I'm not going to care for. No, no, you're, you'll be fine. I okay. thought the performance was the best performance of the oh, night. Okay. I loved Thank it, you. absolutely. But the wave of people on the internet who then jumped in with the fact that they want them to make babies and be a couple uh, and all that i won't lie i'm kind of in that boat but i feel bad about it because he does have a beautiful baby mom and whatnot but lady gaga addressed this last night on kimmel kimmel yeah Yeah, and uh she rolled her eyes at all of us and said you morons were performers yeah they're actors yeah hence i forgot as an actor that they're also actors they did what they needed to do to you know, there's more people interested in that movie now. I know for a fact, like, my daughters were, like, eh, on the fence, and now after that performance, they are. So they did what they needed to do. And I felt in general, Mr. Fantabulous and I were talking about this earlier, that the Oscars, I think Oscars feel like a – and some people don't watch because of this, and some people do – that it, it feels like it is uh, – it wants to do what they believe society and, and our times need. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what they do uh, in general or what they believe. You could totally disagree with it. You could agree with it. Some people go like, ah, it should be just about the movies. But I don't know. I think they feel an obligation. And so we had a lot of more diversity this year. And there was controversy over the best win. But maybe they, for the times and what's been happening in the world, they just felt this is what they needed. Sure. And many people might think, we don't want you to do any of that. Just Pick the best ones and let's move on. Possibly. You know? What does uh, Oscars week look like for a working actor? Do you Are you at Oscars parties? Are you watching this at home? And you, I mean, you, you get care invited. You, you get invited. and But just everybody in the industry, on my feeds and social media, we're all in it. You know? We're all going to watch. People are tweeting and... and Putting stuff on Facebook throughout the performance. It's it's our Olympics. It's our Super Bowl. So agree with it. Don't agree with it. Like it. Don't like it. You're going to watch anyway. So that was one part of my week. And the other part was I just got a bunch of new students. Um, I got a new student that he's a gentleman who's always wanted to do it, worked a construction job, and now he's starting. Another is a pretty successful stand-up woman, and she just needs to transfer the good um she got a really good agent because of her popularity as a stand-up and needs to transfer her skills into now learning acting uh i got an intermediate student who just wants to tighten his craft so are you talking about your skype students or you're talking about in your class skype and and in person so my coaching my personal ones and they found you all different ways all different ways yeah a lot of on thumbtack uh which i've spoken about before um, and then some through my school, Playhouse West, which, by the way, because of this podcast, they just uh, the owner just texted me and said, we got a student because of your podcast. No way. They started at Playhouse West That's because great. of the podcast. Um, Good one, Sheila, John. who we've talked about, who is, you know, really trying to dig into the deeper part of the work and a new student, Isabel, who's got special needs, but she's really um, 
fighting uh, a lot of physical problems to really express herself. So it's really interesting to me that I catch these people, and it's kind of going to be the theme of the day. You have to do what you need at the time, and you have to be honest with it. Like you and I talked at one point about like your hair and what it meant, but only you know what you need at this time. And if it's organic and you feel good about it, then it'll be fine. What does that have to do with the new students? Because they needed this at this time or the, you needed this? That each one has different needs. Mm. That each one has different needs. One is a stand-up that needs a transfer into acting. One guy just wants to try. He doesn't want to regret it when he's 80. Another person is trying to make the transition from going to Texas like Sheila's going to be out here this summer. We all do what we need and we have to be true to it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You have to be true. And they all find me and they're all coming to me at different times and for different reasons. So that's kind of like made me think of the Oscar thing and this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, question on that, Sean. Yes, sir. So, when you have students who are um, coming to you and sort of giving you their reasons for wanting to work with you, mm-hmm. do you ever turn them down based on you thinking they're not ready or maybe they're not in it for the right reasons or something like that? Usually, well, it's great on Thumbtack. They they can have a little blurb about why they want to do this. Sometimes, when if they don't, I will have a discussion with them. I've turned down a couple students uh, who wanted it for the wrong reasons. I could tell well, through. What's a, an example? It's of a, a pre-interview. Um, one person saying, "I want to try out for the new Star Wars movie in two months." That's mm-hmm. just not something I can do for you, and that's unrealistic. And and I could take your money and say I'll get you there, but it's not. Right. It's just not true. Um, another person was doing it to um, show her mother's you know, a spiteful kind of reason that she's going to show her or something. And I was like, this is not the right reason. So I have a pre-interview to answer your question, Mr. Fantabulous, where if it isn't a fit, but usually it takes me some time too to do at least, you know, two to four classes to see where we're really at because it's a process. What if they say to you, I would like to do this only for one month? Does, is that a deterrent if they have a timeline or two months? If they, say they, if they tell me that they want to commit for the two months and see where they're at, then fine. I'm fine with it. As long as they have, you know, we did a great episode about the attitude if they have the right attitude, if that makes sense. And uh, we're going to talk about our topic, about this college dilemma that so many people have. But before we do, Roxy wants to talk to us a little bit about After Buzz. About After, after Buzz. Buzz. I went after Well, Buzz I think it's because so. I was doing weird accents when I walked yeah. into. Yeah. What was that? Kind of I Southern? You were, you were Sheila for a second. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm So talking. you guys are listening to us, which means you have found After Buzz TV. But something you might not have done already is you might not have gone to iTunes and subscribed. You might not have given us that five stars and you might not have left a comment and if you haven't done those things we'd actually really appreciate it if you did not just because it boosts our egos not just because we like seeing those pretty stars there but because it actually helps the show grow and the bigger we grow the bigger of a community we are the better that it is for all of us also we want to know what topics you guys want us to cover so if you leave a comment and you say you know I've really been struggling with this question this decision Mm -hmm. can you guys help me Most likely, we will try to do an episode where we at least incorporate that in there or even do a question segment on the show where we start knocking out some of these questions. Also on YouTube, that's a great place to give us a thumbs up, subscribe there, and leave a comment. So iTunes, YouTube, wherever you are, make sure that you show a little bit of support. We really appreciate it. 
Thank you so much. I like the pink in the background too. Yeah, as that happened, happening. it was like it was a love like a, letter. Is that, it was well, a love that is letter a love letter to, to After Buzz. Buzz. Yeah, yeah, it was. Or Our, as we like to fondly call it, After Buzz. After, after Buzz. After I don't Buzz. Know. But me, I was just stumbling. And and what's really sad. Own is, it. I, well, this is the funny thing. When I was, uh, my daughters were young. We would people would mess up their words or something in the older daughter would yell at the younger daughter me at the you know we would uh they would say oh you messed up you messed up and i said hey guys we don't point out people's mistakes because literally everybody makes mistakes all the time so just let them pass so as a reaction to that as teenagers now our joke literally is when you mess up everybody in the car goes you messed up you messed up it's like our it's we've gone completely better but they're teenagers now and they obviously in the in the right settings they're not going to do that but now that's our joke mr fantabulous yeah. did it to me right before the show he I did won't lie. he yeah. called you out he did hardcore right. i that's, did mess up it's not though. very nice to mr fantabulous yeah. i was being very mean on purpose and deliberately mm-hmm. just to psych rocks out that does the show. sound that's like always good. yeah it sounds exactly but like only <laughs> only uh could we do that if you were part of our fraternity sorority of love and caring which is called which is called alpha chi eta pi eta pi Alpha Chi Eta Pi. Eta Pi. Alpha Chi Eta Pi. Alpha Chi Eta Pi. I love it. I love it. It's a little long for me. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I want to find something for the W. No, and I and I I checked myself. I did check myself. You said it first. I said I loved it, and then but did you see how I said it? That's acting. Acting. Yeah. See, I didn't say it convincingly. It wasn't very good acting. No, it wasn't good acting because I was I was kind of because I wasn't being truthful in in this circumstance. That's why I wasn't good acting. That's another episode all right do i need to go to college the the general answer is like i said in the theme of the show do what you have to do for yourself but let's go over some pros and cons to help you make the best decision for what you need number one connections the pros of going to college is that Many people, including myself, have friends for life that I met at that because you're all in the same space at the same time, 18 to 22 generally. Um, You're going through this big transition from high school into adulthood. You're sharing the same timeline and you may live together with dorms. And so you really connect deeply. Drinking together, classes together, together, clubs together, sports together, plays together. Yeah, the whole experience. So in that sense, it's really good. And if you did watch the Oscars, bringing it back to that, uh, best score uh, was for um, Black Panther, and Ryan Coogler's friend won it. I think his name was Jan... If you could help me out with this from Tablas, I don't know why I didn't write it down. I don't remember. But Ryan Coogler's friend, and they talk, he talked about being in the dorms with each other. I'm pretty sure that's my alma mater. I don't I'm really need sure. to. sure. I'm not positive. We have a little bit of a problem here. I'm Is UCLA it? Bruin, the true nice school in Southern California, and, and I'm Roxy's USC Trojan. USC. But actually, I'm not positive, but I think. I think they might be. can confirm. Uh, so Ludwig Göransson, who Ludwig, did win. Ludwig, that's who it is. Oh, I can, oh I'm and so mad at myself. he did go to USC with Ryan Coogler. Okay. So I can confirm both. Fight on. No, stop. All right. Uh, so that's a pro. Uh, but if you didn't go to college, you could make those connections also in your acting classes. If you're doing a waiter job, 
Um, I know a woman who makes a ton of connections driving Uber, and, and she's gotten auditions through that. You can make connections. Now, that's not as concentrated, and that's not at the same time, but you could even make it uh, being apartment mates, which Jack Black and Mike White were. They moved in next to each other, and Jack Black would be crazy, and Mike White, who was a really great writer, and then he ended up writing School of Rock for Jack Black. I think it kind of depends a little bit on what I'm hearing from you, Sean, what type of person you are. Exactly. If you are the kind of person who, even if you aren't in college, you're out and you're never going to be in your apartment, you're always going to be wandering, you're looking for people, you're making friends wherever you go, then you're going to make connections regardless. But if you're the kind of person who's not really doing that, just being in college, if you live in a dorm, there are people outside your door all the time. It's an easier way if you aren't an extrovert in that sense. There's definitely going to be a running theme that you will see that if you are less of an extrovert, then take that into factor of the college may be better because it's, like you said, it's there. You must be a little more proactive if you don't have that structure. So let's move on to experience. The experience that you will get in college is going to be very well-rounded. You're going to do theater, movement, history, set building, ticket taking, all aspects of theater. Um, It's going to be very comprehensive. The programs are very rich. That's the pro. Um, If you don't, then you can do the same thing but you must be proactive. You can go to an acting class. You can go volunteer at a theater. You can do set building. You can check do out books at a library. Extra work, books at a library. But again, you have to be more proactive. If you're the kind of person that has that drive, then you would be okay not going to college. So experience one is given to you. The other one you'd have to find for yourself. And in this, you're talking about the experience of theater and performance, yeah. not experience life experience. Train, yes, training. training. Yeah, okay. more training. I guess that's a better word. Um, too late. We already made the slide. Too late. We made the slide. But experience, you you understand now <laughs> if you are part of our sorority fraternity. Uh, Which is tr- called? Alpha Chi. I like Womega. What's wrong with that? Because what's Womega. It's Omega with a W because we need a W. Is there a Greek word for W, Mr. Fantastic? I did have this memory. There's actually not. I was just looking through it. The W sound isn't really a Greek thing. It isn't. It looks like Rho would maybe be like the closest. Or Alpha Chi Rho. Yeah. So. That sounds like Scooby-Doo, which I kind of like a little well, bit. Cairo sounds like Cairo. Yeah. Which is a place. Cairo? Oh, the, 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 oh, okay. It's a place. When you said Cairo, I was thinking K. How many veins do you have, Sean? Chi- I was thinking K I R L. No, I don't no. know why, but Cairo. I don't know. It's the W thing, unless we just go with acting class. And then what? Is there an S? Sulfur. No. Sigma. 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 Alpha Chi Sigma. Or uh, sulfur. I mean, whatever. Whichever you prefer. Don't, don't yuck my yum, Jeff. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. Okay, moving forward, because this is going very well yep. the, for attorney and sorority. Uh, the choice of curriculum that you get to study. So the pros of going to college, you get a general sense, and like I said, all the other aspects, but then you can specialize usually, per my research, uh, in sophomore, junior years, really get into your specialty. So if you were going to do set building or management, 
But obviously we're talking about acting. You can be on the acting track in the curriculum at the college. That can be one of yours. Is that not what you did? No, that is what I did. Yeah. Right. I I was at USC. I was a drama major. I was a film minor. Uh, and so at first you're taking very in, you're always taking acting classes, but at first it's more about the history of, mm-hmm. and then after the first year, it's more intensive with putting you in the seat, having film acting classes, stage acting classes, right. dialect classes, that kind of so thing. So you could specialize. You right. could pick your track as it were. That's and what it, you did as well. Uh, I, I will explain. I did both. <laughs> She's so angry. Evil she twin, can't wait. I tell you. All right. That's in every movie. The con or the or for not going to college, you can actually study what you want, but it's again more up to you. Um, you let's say you want to do improv first, and that's what I did. I went to improv, and then I went to uh, dramatic school. Um, you can what take do you classes. Mean you went on, to improv first. I was at the Groundlings. That's Before where I got, you were at UCLA. This is I, I, I don't I shouldn't. This is after UCLA. After okay. I went to UCLA, I went to the Groundlings to specialize in comedy and sketch, and improv, and then I went to Playhouse West to do dramatic. So it was my journey. I could you know really pick and choose what I wanted, how often I wanted to study, what I wanted to study when. Obviously, you have much more freedom if you don't go to college. But again, you have to be proactive. None of these experiences are worth it if you're not committing. And that's college or not college. Sure, they might pick it for you, but you still have to commit while you're there. It's better to wait if you're not ready to commit. I'm going to get to that. Okay. (laughs) But that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Uh, Cost is really one of the big issues, right? It's a big issue in just this country right now. School debt, college debt, college loans. Do you have the money to go to a four-year college to get a degree in acting? Um, The loans, uh, one, I put a question out there and said, you know, on my Facebook, as I researched this, I said, do you need it? Well, one really good answer was if you know you're in it for the rest of your life, as much as you can, then college would make sense because you're going to pay off that loan over time and you wouldn't be saddled with that debt in a completely different job. That's a really good answer. But listen, if your parents were going to pay for school anyway, then that's off the table. But if you're not, and it's up to you, let's just say you have to provide yourself your own education. It's a lot more money, and you're going to take a lot more loans, and you're going to be in debt. And acting doesn't pay a lot, at least for a while, if it ever does. The average actor, it said, makes 35000 a year. But that's, you know, obviously an average. There's people making a lot more and people making a lot less. So it's harder to pay back that loan. So it's the, co- the cost of college can be prohibitive for some. Keeping in mind that there are options. There are scholarships for artists that yep. are out there. There are scholarships provided by schools. Outside scholarships. Uh, outside, exactly. Um, there's financial aid also that yes. you can look into. And if you do not have parents that are flipping the bill, which I'm guessing a lot of the people listening to this podcast right now don't. Some of you might, but some of you might not. Mm-hmm. Then it can be really challenging. And it's worth the time to look into your options on how to yes. pay for school as opposed to just being a little more lazy about it and saying, okay, I'm just going to take out a big loan. Because yes, if you, if you have ways. other options, ta- max out all of your other options first 
before you take out that big loan. And if you have to take out the big loan, then you have to. But right. look into because they there are artist scholarships. I'm in the middle of that right now with my oldest daughter. And there are, you know, I she wanted to go to back east schools. And I was like, absolutely not. They're so expensive. But like right. you said, I like had a she's few getting them. merit scholarships. She's getting aid. You know, we really figured out how to make it work. They can be super helpful. And even the I had a couple that were $5,000 scholarships here, there, but they yep. built up. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't need that one big one. If you're getting a few, it can be so helpful. Super time consuming. A lot of paperwork. Very annoying. But yes. really helpful. Uh, if you don't go to college, then obviously you can spend what you want when you want to. You can say, I can afford the improv class, the voice class, and the scene study class this month, but next month I can only afford the scene study class. And, you know, you can adjust based on your budget. So it's a lot more flexible if you don't go and maybe you have more financial constraints. You can play with those numbers a lot easier if you're not in college. So that's another reason if you didn't want to go. This is what you were talking about, personal readiness. So I heard a really great, as I was researching podcasts and acting podcasts, there was one where Jenna Fisher was on. She was talking about her book, The Actor's Life, or Survival Guide. She was talking about the fact that she didn't come out. She went to a theater school in the Midwest, and she loved it because she just personally wasn't ready to dive into the big city and all the auditions and things. So she knew herself well enough. Again, listen to our attitude one that talks about know yourself, know who you are. And she knew herself well enough to know, I just wanted those four years. I wanted to be in a safe place, learning theater with people, a small group at a college, and really learn it. And then she was ready to go afterwards. So you have to know yourself if you're ready and you, and you want to stay in a school environment to extend that kind of safe feels. There's I have friends who are still in the school environment and we're in our 50s because they ended up being professors and stuff like that. They just love the school environment. Um, but you have to know yourself well enough to know if you are ready to get out and hit the ground running or not. So I think that people look at that like a negative if mm -hmm. you say I'm not ready when really it's not a negative it's not a positive it's not just a all. fact it's a you fact know? and if you are not ready it's a waste of your time and money to pretend you are well it, yes and it's far worse because again you're not being genuine to yourself and you can't sell yourself as an actor and be a true artist with everything lined up if you are faking who you are so that's a, one reason uh, to go to college to have a little more time in a safer environment. Also, if you want to know what most actors do, the pros are most of them did go to some sort of college. Sean Penn went to community college. Um, the ones that mean the most are Yale Drama School, Tisch School of the Arts, and surprisingly, the UC, USC, UCLA are some of the most prestigious acting schools. So if you can get into those, Juilliard, yes. And if you get into those, that makes a huge, huge difference. But you can go, if you look at the Oscar list of the last 30 years where people went, they went all over the place. There wasn't just one school. There wasn't one dominant. Um, like I said, Sean Penn went to community college. Other people went to small colleges throughout the country. And 
that's how they started. And maybe they were more honest with themselves and got that training before they really hit the ground running. Something I didn't realize when I was in high school, maybe you did, Sean, was that you have to audition into these schools. Yeah, so you have I to didn't pre- for UCLA, actually. So some of them you don't. For me, yeah. I, I did have to audition okay. in, uh, and would not have gotten in without that audition yeah. because my my GPA, my whatever, was right. not. But I, you had to have a comedic uh, contemporary, a comedic uh, classic, a dramatic contemporary, dramatic classic. It took me a year almost to nail these down. And so you have to give yourself the time you need if you're going into either a conservatory program or mm-hmm. a school that you need to audition because you don't have the rest of your uh, SATs, GPA, whatever. Right. So look into what it is you need if that is the track that you want to possibly right. go down. Exactly. So uh, people, there's a lot of people who didn't. Not the majority, but there's people who didn't. Chris Pratt, discovered in Hawaii. Charlize Theron was a dancer who hurt her leg. Bradley Cooper went after he went to study for something normal, went to New York. Julia Roberts went and took acting classes in New York. Jennifer Lawrence um, was discovered in New York on a trip from Tennessee, and then she went to L.A. So I'm hearing from you got to New York She to was discovered. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. All she, people should go. Went, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's what, what happened to <laughs> her. These are rare. I'm making a joke. I'm sorry. I'm it didn't work. I'm, well. I'm in a zone. Yeah, go keep going. Uh, Emma Stone. Um, she was. It's hers is the cutest story. She did a little presentation, a, a presentation for her family called "Why We Need to Go to Hollywood." in her living room to her parents, and they moved, and then she started out here at a young age. Uh, Jack Nicholson didn't go. But most of those people started younger and then grew into adulthood. They were child actors and started at a very young age. Um, But Chris Pratt was not, and neither was Charlize Theron, Bradley Cooper. You can go to prestigious acting schools. James Franco went to Playhouse West, where I'm teaching currently. Um, He only went to school for a year in something completely different. And so there are plenty of people who don't, so you don't have to go. Something interesting about the people that did not, though, uh, a through line with them, a ton of life experience. Right. I mean, if you don't know Charlize Theron's story, look yes. into it yeah, uh, about crazy. her parents and yep. everything that happened there. But Nuts. like a ton of life experience. Chris Pratt was a stoner in Hawaii. Yeah. So it, there's there's different levels of readiness and maturity that comes right. with that. Yes. And then the the toughest one is if what do you do if you're not successful, if you don't get any acting work? So the pro would be if you had a college degree, it's better because you're going to get more of a general ed. If you go to – and I talked to my girlfriend who is in human resources, and I asked her this specific question. Would it matter if you saw someone who did a bunch of acting classes for a while or went to college? She said, yes, it would be better if they went to college, if they were coming into a straight business. It just looks better with the BA. So is what you're talking about a side hustle or a backup plan? Backup plan. Absolutely. Backup plan. So if that is something you want to think about, no, no, that's only if it's something you care about. These are all basically things that if or you if you do or do not care about. And if you are to have a backup plan, is it a, better to have gotten a degree in a different area in college? Even if you wanted to be an actor, is it better better to do not, a double major or minor necessi- in something? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Just better. Well, if you're going to commit to acting, this is this is solely on the premise that you went to school for acting. Right. That's all. Okay. So uh, so the wrap up. So go if. And if these things mean something to you, if you can afford it, you can get into a college with a great program, an alumni program like Yale, UCLA, Tisch, 
mm-hmm. USC. Uh, <laughs> you need extra personal time to grow into yourself. You want to have a degree. If you don't make it, are not self-driven to do your own curriculum, your own study, and you feel the connections may be more plentiful in college. So those are the reasons to go if you want to go. And reasons not to? And reasons not to would be basically the opposite of all those. You can't <laughs> afford it. You can't get into one of those programs. You are incredibly self-sufficient. Like self-sufficient, feel like you're ready to go. Can make your own curriculum. Yeah, make your own curricular self-starter. And you're just hungry to start in the business immediately. So those are kind of the pros and cons. And so you have to make a decision. What I did, since I said I did both, I did college, um, UCLA, got into the theater arts department. I did it through high school, elementary school, junior high school, got into the theater program, went there, had an amazing first quarter there. I got into a play. We have pictures with Daphne Zaniga, who was on Melrose Place, and The Sure Thing with John Cusack. And that is me at 18. I recommend to all you Apple Podcast people to switch over to YouTube right now. <laughs> to see how... No, I used to get, like, I look like Bowie. Do you Kind you know, of. A little bit? Especially in this one, you yeah. look like Bowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know, I always wanted to do his biopic, and I'm too old now. Um, but I really did well, got in, got into this play. The only reason I got into this play, guys, I was supposed to play a 15-year-old. If you can see, I look like I was 15. I was 18. What was the play? It was called The Bacante. It was an MFA play. and You were I, in an MFA play? Yes. Yeah. So I did well, but then there was some weird backlash. I got this weird vibes and, and some word of mouth that people were a little upset that a freshman got a play because most freshmen didn't. It was juniors and seniors. So that was... I was like, what? I'm like, there's not a lot of support there. And then it was a small school in the back of the campus where I didn't want to build sets. And I was honest with myself. I didn't want to build sets. I didn't want to do ticket taking. And then I got a, because I did so well, I got a lot of attention. And actually, people like agents came and took me to audition for like the movie The Ma- uh, Mask, not The Mask, Jim Carrey, but Mask with Cher and who got just nominated in, in, uh, Star is Born, Sam Elliott oh. uh, in Mask and got a, and it was just too much for me. So I dropped out of the school and I went and got a sociology degree and then after I graduated... So you dropped out after one semester? After one year. One year. Yeah. And then I went to uh, the Groundlings after I graduated and then I did really well because I knew it was too much too fast. I probably could have weathered it a little more but I was getting too much attention that I knew I wasn't ready for. I came from a small town in Maryland. At the school you were? At UCLA. You were getting too much attention at UCLA? Both. And from the business, because the business would come to see these plays. And so then, you know, but I didn't know what I was doing. It It was too much for me too fast. So I knew myself and I needed the time to grow into myself, to be away from my home in Maryland for a few years, to not think about acting at all, but to fill myself out as a person. And I did that for the next three years. And then when I was ready, I went to Groundlings, I went to um, Playhouse West and started working. So I'm glad I waited. You know, it was too, I wish I was a little more ready. Sometimes I think, gosh, what would have happened if I felt a little more comfortable? But I knew myself well enough that that wasn't my path. So I did both. That's what I meant when I said that. Not the twin theory. The twin theory, well, 
be careful in the backseat of your car today. Mm. Sean, I've got one more question. Yes, sir. About um, just this whole conversation. So I've got actor friends. I've got one actor friend in particular who says, you know, I'm glad I went to college, but sometimes I wonder, what if I was out here auditioning at 18 with those four extra years of meeting casting directors and taking real film auditions have been more valuable than going to school in the Midwest? Absolutely. If you are going to take charge of your career as if you were studying in med school and law school, as if you were ready for it emotionally, uh, personally, and proactively to really hit the ground running, to come out here and dabble and go to the beach and hang out and do this, then no. But if you, they were truly ready and they felt that they could handle it out here, sure. Can I chime in with two quick things about that? Sure. I think that being ready also implies that you're good enough because for me, I I was my level of maturity, all of that aside, I was, I needed to train more Mm -hmm. because I came out here and I was doing both uh, in school and I went on a couple really big auditions and I, I burned bridges with some casting directors because their memory of me is me not being good enough. I was not trained enough. I was not ready for these auditions. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about just being ready like, okay, I can do my schedule. I can take charge. Do you have the skill set yet? Not the talent, the skill set because it's different. And that's something that you – you when I came from my smaller suburb of Boston, I was trained Boston style, but I hadn't been on camera. I didn't mm-hmm. know what the differences were. I went on these auditions, and I'm sure I, I thought that I was doing great, but I didn't know what the F I was doing. Yeah. I had no idea. Look, Steve Martin says when he talks to young actors, they always say – what about a headshot? What about an agent? What about a reel? And he said, shouldn't you be good first? So also, Mr. Fantabulous, you would say to your friends, well, come here and do two years where you're not worried about any of the meeting of those people. Get good. Take those two years to get good, and then maybe you're starting at 20 as opposed to 22. And then the other thing that I will say is no matter what decision you make, just 100% it. Your yes. friend made the decision to go to college. Right. So that was the right decision because clearly you what like Sean talked about earlier in the episode, you get what you need, you do what you need, and that's mm-hmm. what he needed. Right. That's where the heart was, that's where the gut was. So you can't think, what what if I had started earlier? Well, maybe it would have been a disaster. Right. Maybe you would have pissed everybody off. Maybe you sucked. Right. Maybe you had none of the ability to do it. Right. One right. Of, we don't know which way it would have gone. Listen, halfway through my father said to me, do you know that you want to pursue acting? And I said, yes. And it was sophomore year. And he said, well, then drop out. Drop out and go to acting class now. And I said, I loved my life. I started a fraternity. I made lifelong friends. I was growing as a person that would help my acting later. Um, that's why I wouldn't follow that advice because my life was so full and rich and that I think that kind of sense of family and community helped me go after college to go for my dreams because I had all the support from really good friends. That's another aspect. Mm-hmm. And I and I wasn't ready. I wasn't. That's why it was so overwhelming Do you to think me. at the time you would have been able to identify that? Because I think it's really hard to be an 18-year-old who says out loud, I'm not ready. Well, I, I, I think I couched it in different ways. I said... I went from a small town in Maryland, and I'm 15 minutes away from the beach at UCLA, and I'm stuck 
building sets in this little building in the far end of campus. And I thought, I don't want to do that. I want to either See be in a lot. And, and then when I, when I did dip my toe in and I got a part and I was so happy, the feedback from my peers was not supportive. And I think that was really tough because I had only come from support. I, my family was never one of those families that said, I don't think so. That's crazy. Have a backup. No, they were always for me 100%. So to face that lack of support at that time made me think, well, this is crappy. I need to figure out if this is the way it is in this business. Then when I went to Groundlings, I had tons of support. It was great. People were very supportive and happy. And I've never experienced that level of, you know, kind of backbiting and stuff than in my 30 years that I did that first year at UCLA. Imagine if you quit because of that, too. you got to experience multiple things in order yeah. to know. Yeah. I'm, I don't regret the path I took. You have to be honest to who you are. So going back and past tripping isn't going to help your friend. You should just dive into where he is now. Right. And the takeaway I'm hearing from your story, Sean, is if you decide to go to school and it's not working, don't be afraid to change plants yeah or the opposite or the if you decide not to go to school and and that's not working don't Mm -hmm. be afraid to go to school right you can go later look james franco got went into ucla i was reading his experience and he was in english or something at ucla and then he realized he truly wanted to be an actor but they said it was going to take him two years to even audition so he said he got a job at mcdonald's dropped out of school and started studying at playhouse west yeah so up Kind of opposite, my, my one of my best friends, her name is Natalia Ramos, very successful actress. She was in the Bratz movie. She's been day player on a ton of different shows. Uh, and then she was the star of a Nickelodeon show called House of Anubis. Uh, she moved out here, convinced her family to move out here when she was 13 to be auditioning. Booked a ton of stuff. Was very, very successful. Turned to her mom and said, I think I want to go to college now. Put herself through college. It's taken her, she finally graduated this year. It took her nine years because she was still working and whatever. But she was like, I'm missing part of this life experience. This is something I need. Put herself through school. Did she do the whole thing, the dorms and all that stuff? She kind of did and then kind of didn't for some of it. And then I was like, actually, that doesn't work with my schedule. She made her own situation work. But Mm -hmm. the point being that she already had found such success and realized that she needed to take a step back a little bit. She wanted to learn more. She wanted to be with people her own age and not just on set all the time. She was missing part of the life experience. So to me, it's not just do what you feel you need but when you figure that out or as you're figuring it out lean into something right lean into it 100 percent. make a choice and go for it my dad always used to say make a choice start walking down this road you might end up 180 degrees in the other direction but you started and you never would have got there if you didn't start you have to dive in and then adjust a great self-help books um i used to read tony robbins used to say when the pilot takes off he knows he's going to hawaii but he doesn't know exactly how he's going to get there they don't know because there may be the a winds storm and the, or yeah. winds and clouds and things and they you're constantly adjusting you just know that you're going to get there right so that's really the takeaway is be and it's hard to be honest with yourself at a young age because, you know, I notice with teenage daughters, man, they change their minds so fast. Like, it's like, I don't want to see that person 
okay, great. And then three days later, they bring them home, and I'm like, wait, what? I, what are they doing here? <laughs> best friends. Yeah, best friends. New, you know. And so it's a really tough time, but you can only do what is the majority of time. When I was in therapy, my therapist used to say, okay, then check in next month. Then check in next month. And if there's a pattern, then you go with that. Go with what is happening most of the time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good idea to, you know, if you're starting young, that's a whole different thing. We're going to have a show. I have uh, people who work with young actors. They run a great school. He was in my first commercial. That's how I met this guy. Now him and his wife run a great acting school for kids. Um, And they'll talk about that aspect of starting young. But if you're at this age where you want to try, I'm also going to do another show about the two-year plan, how to treat it like law school or med school or some other intense curriculum where you give it 100% for two years. But there's no right answer. Unfortunately, you can never study actors and say, how did they, how do you get famous? There's no one way. There's no one way to become a, and famous is the wrong term, to become a career actor or an actor for life. And there's not one way. So you have to, the only way you do, just like in an audition, when I say you walk in and do what you're selling, to be true to yourself and do you. You know, be a hundred percent true to yourself, and then it will work itself out, and you can adjust as you go, as long as you take that step. Just like our new fraternity sorority <laughs> called Alpha Chi Eta Pi. Alpha, he's just not going to let that go. He loves the. You have to be able to roll with the chat for moving forward. Listen, Mr. Fontabulous, the other thing is it's your friend's joke. Yeah, I want a fresh joke. joke. I want our fresh pie, fresh joke. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't. I I love. I I I, I give her major props. It's a great, but we need ours. That's just ours. I will say, and this is a great transition to let you guys know that if you're listening on the podcast, we do go live on Thursdays. At 1 p.m., we have some people in the chat who are watching. So, love that. Um, Raindrops on Roses, which great YouTube panel, by the name. Fantastic. Um, pitched us Alpha Beta Ta for After Buzz TV. Alpha, Alpha Beta, Beta Ta. Ta. ABT. I like that. It's a very Do you like strong that? Pitch. It's not hitting. Uh, no, no, I like say, it. No, I like uh, it. Were you, so are you, are you uh, digesting well, it? Well, I was are wondering if they were saying Alpha Beta Talk, like, like we're talking, no. or if they were saying Alpha Beta Tau. Alpha Beta Tau is how it's actually pronounced. Yeah. Alpha Beta Tau. Tau, pardon me. No um, problem. And we also have Garth McMurray here. Oh, I um, love Garth McMurray. Yeah, who says, even with the scholarship and financial aid, paying for my tuition hurt when I went to Art Institute of Boston. Okay. So, you know, Pretty that's cool. a great case to say that, you know, there's, again, no right way, no wrong way. There's just the way you do it. Yeah. So he's saying he overreached financially. Well, I don't know if he's even saying that. It just hurt. And yeah. I think that, that that's true. Um yeah. And that can be a struggle. And you have to, that's why we talk about the pros and the cons. We're weighing it out. Right. Right. And hopefully he'll figure a way to make it work for him while he still pursues. And I'd be curious, and if he's still listening, did you know, did you per- continue to pursue acting? So I str- that was back in the 80s and 90s. He's a comics artist these days. Okay. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, the, uh, the strangest experience I had was there was a, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to say his name just because. I don't know if he'd want me to tell the story or his name, but I went to high school with a guy. It was him and me. He was the musical theater guy, and I was the comic goofy guy. And But we were the theater guys at our school. And he got into Carnegie Mellon, which is another Amazing fantastic school. for musical theater. And he went there with Callista Flockhart and did really, really well. 
and I went to UCLA, and then we were done, and it was so funny. So he stuck through the four years. I had dropped out. We saw each other right after college, and I said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go. I'm going to try acting, and he said, no, i got to get a real job. I want to get a real job. And I thought, wow, all that money and time to go to Carnegie Mellon and get this amazing training. I would think he would at least do three years in New York, you know, just to give it a shot. He's married, kids. We see each, see each other on Facebook all the time. Very happy, full life. But we went to our 30th reunion. And I saw him there, and he said to me, I regret that I never gave it a shot. I did all that work in college, and I never gave it a shot. And I felt bad for him that he never gave it a shot because he put in all that time in Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to try to stick it out. And now that he's a comics guy, I hope that he doesn't regret. Um, hopefully he got something from that art, art school that helps him write his comics now. You right. Know? And finding got... new goals and passion and dreams is yeah. totally part of the journey. And yeah, running... look at Sean finding hosting now. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. New part of the business, new fold. Never ever thought, and it's a craft that I'm learning. And uh, you know, I'm going to college here, and these are two of the meanest professors. Just letting you guys know quietly. <laughs> no, they're fantastic. So, as always, thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Roxy Stryer, where can we find you? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Um, and the, the one last thing that I will say, sorry yes. to mess up your flow, no, no. is that when people ask me this question, something I never thought about, if you're listening to this, you're 16, 17, 18, 19, you're thinking about going to college, going to USC was less important than I got out to L.A., yeah. and that was my stepping stone. That was my transition. So also think about where your school is. Yeah, And if, if that can be helpful to you, even if it is a community college or whatever it is, the location, my network now is in L.A., which mm -hmm. is where I built my base. So that was something I had applied to schools in the middle of the country that probably, what would I be doing living right. in Pennsylvania right now? I don't know. Well, and Jenna Fisher went in the middle of the country. She just knew she was going to go to L.A. Knew. when she graduated. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to figure out what kind of person you are. But maybe for you, it's the step of getting to where you're going. Mr. Fantabulous, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. Thank you, guys. And I'm going to say it again. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey twice. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.